0: Just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You no, know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters? Shah, I'm Ali, And we are creeping it in the family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror.
1: Episode 29.
0: Episode 29.
1: I was confident about this one because we, we did we watched um you. we watched push yesterday. I
0: thought you said push then I was no. like Is that the sequel?
1: Possibly. Push push. Another production idea. Another the trilogy. Ooh.
0: Gush. Oh.
1: You had to, didn't you? You can't just let it go. At tr- you can't just let it go at fucking sequel. You have to take it further. <laughs> There's always push, one. Always push one. Not like push or something. Not something completely. I said push them in the after, sequel. Did you? Yeah. Gush with shush.
0: Oh yeah. Shush. Hush and one. shush. Hushy mush.
1: Can you name a horror film? Shush. <laughs>
0: It's more of like a it's it's a colloquialism, isn't it? Shush, hush is like a word, but shush.
1: Yeah, no, but it's like a shh. Do you know what I mean? It'd shush. be that'd be the good. That'd be the poster, wouldn't it? Like the promotional poster.
0: Yeah, but pretty little. And then you can have like two
1: that. fingers like that. Two shush. Oh my god.
0: Imagine if it was like, got to like ten.
1: Six. <laughs> Twelve. You got someone else's hand in there.
0: I feel like toes are involved. <laughs> feel like nobody's gonna understand this intro because we've had to be so visual yeah
1: who cares who cares we'll show yara when we next go around yeah
0: she'll appreciate it okay so it's my midweek episode this week and i was fairly secretive about it mainly because i didn't know what i was doing until yesterday but we're here now and all is well so i decided to take it off with one of the most popular cults out there the manson family so how much do you know about the manson family
1: not that much uh, I I know of Charles Manson yeah. uh, because I've seen the same, famous clip of him. I think is in a courtroom, mm. and he just starts making all these really weird facial expressions when he answers a question. Yeah, I think I think they say I can't remember what question they ask him. Maybe is it what are you or some, something like that? and He just says I am nothing. Or yeah, so
0: like I might that. be
1: overcomplicating it and thinking it's something else. But that, that's what I think of him. Um, I know that he was the father in a family like a cultist family. Um, the committed seriously bad acts I couldn't tell you what but I just know that we're really really looked down upon
0: well we're going to find out more about that uh, as we go through so I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory about Charles we're doing well about Charles Manson so Charles Manson was born in Cincinnati Ohio in 1934 to an unwed 16 year old mother His biological father was absent and never a part of his life, but his mother married a different man just before he was born, and from him, Charlie took the name Manson. So it wasn't his biological father's name. It was his stepdad's, I would presume. When Charles was four, his mother committed an armed robbery and ended up serving several years in prison. They were reunited five years later when she was released, but Charlie's descent into a life of crime had already begun at just nine years old he was already cutting school and stealing and he spent a lot of his childhood in juvenile centres and most of his early adult life in prison so i've got a question for you based on just that little bit of information and it's gonna we're maybe gonna debate about this a little bit but uh it's it's always a good question to ask i don't think we've asked this one before so are people born evil or does experience shape them
1: to be evil experience
0: You think so? I think
1: if people are born evil, that's quite a religious way to look at it, and being an atheist.
0: It could be. It's a medical thing, though, as well. It's not just
1: religious. But but then you're crossing over evil with uh, medical illnesses, aren't you? Essentially.
0: Well, mm, sort of. I mean, you can have, like, lesions to the brain, which make you do evil things.
1: There's, There's no... I believe people can be born mentally ill to the point where they do horrible things but i don't think people are born evil i
0: don't know i just feel like there's too many instances of serial killers and
1: so you're saying that evil should be a a, like a medical condition that you can be diagnosed with
0: no i do think I i do think you can be born evil or be born more predetermined to make to cause evil acts
1: i think you can be more um I can't think of the word and I don't dare say the wrong one. I don't more know why sus- you're inferring. I would. More susceptible. Yeah. More susceptible to becoming. to doing evil actions if you. Um, maybe if your brain isn't all there or these you've got a mental condition mm. like uh, paranoid schizophrenics can have and stuff. And yeah. I don't know if you can be born with that though.
0: It's. Yeah, it's in your. It's triggered, well, so it's.
1: Well, yeah, like that—that that type of stuff can... because
0: mental illness runs in families. Yeah,
1: so stuff like that, like paranoid schizophrenics, like they are more susceptible to doing evil actions because the, the like the brain is um, and the subconscious and the voices in the head mm. that, that that happens. But I don't think you can be born evil. I think, like, say if say if a um, paranoid schizophrenic like was born and he was in the right family and he got the right treatment and the right care, he could still be. He could still do those things, but if he's surrounded by the right people and stuff, I, I, I think no one's born purely evil. I think people, I think I think their experiences shape them into whatever, whatever they can be, like but, whatever they turn out to be.
0: But then you've got people, you've got people who have normal childhoods and don't have anything traumatic happen to them, and then they still wind up being pure evil. I,
1: I, I think. I think that's curiosity. I, th- I think that a lot of these actions come from the unknown and people, okay people rebelling. Do you know what, like that? So
0: you're talking like more Black Mirror sort of thing, you know, where she censors the yeah, child's it's, vision. Yeah, it's
1: an it's an attention thing, I suppose. In a lot of cases, where um, like a lot of school shootings and stuff is not there's not obviously there were the cases where kids get bullied and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but there has been plenty where it's just absolutely out of the blue and it's just people wanting to be heard make a statement uh get attention or oh, some i think some people enjoy looking at other people in pain and want to bring other people in pain so would you that that to me isn't like something that could go under the umbrella of evil but it depends on what your definition of, of evil mm.
0: yeah that's true i do think there's a lot to be said for like i mean there's been tests psychological tests and physical tests about criminals having a chemical imbalance and there's quite a few common traits of having a chemical imbalance that serial killers and murderers and rapists and god you know people like that have
1: it i think evil is a i think it's like a comfortable thing for for your average person to say because humans are are, are scared of the unknown and we the reason like people are so invested in crime and murder and stuff like everyone like we are like we we enjoy that type of stuff like watching it and like watching forensic files or um criminal uh documentaries because in our minds we can't comprehend what it is that they're thinking to be able to carry out those actions yeah and i think when we say someone's evil it's because we don't understand and that's just easy to say they're an evil person okay like you said with chemical imbalances and stuff there might be things further in in the mind, and scientifically, that could make them more prone to doing those types of things. Or some people are just completely. This, this is what I mean. We don't know why they yeah, do it. There's no. There's no answer. Do you not think
0: it's weird how we've not found an antidote for it, or like a like a a fix?
1: That, evil. The fact that we can't find the fix for an antidote is maybe why people like to call it evil because it thinks oh it's it, they're just evil. There's nothing we can do. Mm. Uh, and I, I I believe that in some cases there isn't much you can do when someone's mind's that twisted to want to carry out horrible things
0: so you're you're telling me in in that sort of range charles manson partly became who he was and what he did because of his hectic childhood that's yeah i'd I'd say it
1: had an impact on it definitely i wouldn't say it's justification because people go through worse and come out a lot better people go through the worst childhoods and come out successful and have a family and stuff Mm. It, it can go one or two ways but like we said i think you're more susceptible to turn out to be a rebellion a, a horrible person or, or evil yeah if you have had a rough childhood but then I don't want to also make that think that oh if someone's had a right upbringing they should be perfect it, yeah see each to their own but I think you're definitely more vulnerable to becoming to, to going down the wrong path if you have had a rough childhood
0: okay that was my that was my question that I thought of when I was right well reading this and, and I
1: used the right words I think
0: you've you've smashed it today right nice. episode right words <laughs>
1: Something will go wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think it already has.
1: I'll just run on throw up somewhere.
0: <laughs> anyway, so in 1967, a 32-year-old Charles Manson was released from prison once again, this time from a correctional facility in the state of Washington. He then made his way to San Francisco and quickly found a home in the counterculture movement there. There have been many, many accounts of people who insist that Charles was obsessed with being the centre of attention. He became like, sort of like a guru of sorts for people
1: for like other twisted people he was the one not even so much
0: twisted it was more like people who were also struggling or people who were vulnerable or people who wanted to believe in something because just as i'm about to say the it was the hippie lifestyle that was still really prominent so like the summer of love sort of thing it was already underway and most of the followers he collected were vulnerable young women who were looking for a sense of belonging so he's his cult following was largely women. There were men in there too, but largely women. There's a direct quote from Buddy Day that I picked up on and he did a lot of research on Manson for his film, Manson the Women, and he also did a book, Hippie Cult Leader, The Last Words of Child Manson. And he said, if you went to him looking for a father figure or a guru or some sort of Christian messiah, then he would just give that back to you. He was very aware of it, I think there's a misconception that Manson was kind of going around California recruiting teenagers and turning them into serial killers but these women were all looking for a connection and they found that connection not just with Manson but with each other so it's the idea that there was this this following of people who and they all wanted to say it's the idea of that you all establish a link because you all <laughs> believe in something it's sort of like a lot of how a lot of people view like fandoms now and followings. Well, yeah,
1: cult I suppose a cult can be branded as anything. Like, yeah, it's a group of people believing
0: in the same yeah. thing. But a cult is largely negative. Yeah. So it's the idea that you, you wouldn't like a group is the same as a cult really, but we yeah. use a cult in terms of they did quite unsavoury things, they weren't great people, they were very exploitative. And so it does have that negative context with it but yeah he there's a lot of myths about charles manson because actually although charles manson was at the very center of it all he didn't do much Mm. it was very much he he manipulated others and then sort of like wound them up and watched them go and that was more what he was like so manson and his family didn't actually stay long in san francisco they traveled up and down the west coast before creating a home base at LA's Spahn Ranch in 1968 and they settled down there they listened to his spiritual teachings uh, they talked hallucinogenic drugs and rubbed shoulders with music moguls that charlie reportedly would hoped would help him make it as big as you know any any other musician and so he he really liked the Beatles. He he was really fond of the Beatles, and that comes into play a little bit later. But he used to make a lot of recordings. He wanted to get into music. He wanted to break into music. And actually, there's a song that the Beach Boys co- uh, recorded called "Never Learn Not to Love," and that was an ori- that was originally Charles Manson's, and it was called "Cease to Exist." They mm-hmm. just changed the title of it, so it was his song, which is. Really crazy. Well, it
1: must mean he was—he had some sort of talent in songwriting. Apparently, he was quite talented.
0: To, yeah, it wasn't the pick up on it. Yeah, it wasn't that he—he wasn't talented at all. It was just—he was never successful with it.
1: Completely off record. Speaking <laughs> um, of music,
0: you know, um,
1: oh, "Beautiful Girls" by what's his name,
0: Sean Kingston. Hey, yo. But,
1: yeah, Bruno Mars wrote that. Did they? Yeah, I think I got that right.
0: God, that's really depressing.
1: No, 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 no. Forget you.
0: Oh, by low Green. Yes,
1: I think that's what he wrote. I don't know
0: how I feel I saw, about I saw that. it on a
1: talk show. But Forget You sounds like a Bruno Mars song. Yeah, it If you it sit does. It in your head, it's, it sounds like it's something he'd write. Yeah, it does. Anyway.
0: Oh, right. Anyway, that's Manson. So the Manson timeline actually takes place over two years that was i mean whether he was around before that and sort of gathering recruits yeah fair enough but his the actual events that took place were over two years so the first year was really positive it was sort of like a honeymoon phase for them all it was really affectionate and playful and supportive but then in the second year things took a turn for the worst so the first thing I want to talk about is Helter Skelter, which was Charles Manson's big theory. So he became obsessed with the Beatles' White Album, which included a song called Helter Skelter. Manson believed the Beatles had sent subtle coded messages about the race war through the songs on the album that predicted um, both the war and the Manson family's eventual rule over the survivors. And so he took, basically, it was a, it was the idea that Charles Manson believed that black people and white people were going to go to war with each other and whilst fighting the black people the white people would also go to war with their the same kind as them so other white people and the black people would end up emerging victorious so that's what he believed the beatles were saying in this song Uh, hallucinogenic drugs they do they do the right thing Manson took the name of this doomsday scenario from the song Helter Skelter but as I said he interpreted lyrics from songs across the album. He compared the lyrics to verses he found in the book of revelations which he interpreted as having predicted the Beatles as harbingers as of the apocalypse. This is also where he confirmed his theory of a bottomless pit where the family would wait out the war. So he his idea was him and his family were going to go into this pit wait out until the war had finished and then come out and be victorious and sort of like create this new race. And this new life mad it.
1: Mm.
0: and they believed this
1: i don't i think vulnerable people can
0: yeah, I'd, can I, be yeah. To,
1: when people are, are looking for answers and someone's there willing to give them answers
0: oh yeah i'll never i'm never going to critique somebody who goes into a cult because they are they are brainwashing them mm. the taliban is a cult yeah you know people joining that lifestyle because of propaganda and people with all the answers. Do you think?
1: Do you think that the Taliban look at us in the same way? Yeah, mm.
0: that's they. They see us as a cult, like that. That we're Western people. That's mm. who we are. And the Western culture is a cult, like they could be saying, God knows what right now about us, not us specifically. God, did you hear that creeping in the family <laughs> podcast, just slagging us off? But you know, it is. It's the idea of a cult and people being brainwashed into believing something and you i watch quite a lot of documentaries on cults and you know just seeing the after effects when people manages people manage to escape it and they're absolutely broken
1: so is there a is there a well i highly doubt there is but is there a crime against being a cult leader
0: no depends the it depends what you do within that cult
1: if you if you preach freedom of speech then people should be able to believe what they want Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously when it when the actions of these beliefs turn into hurting other people or doing criminal activity, then obviously it's gone too far. Yeah,
0: it depends what you get them to do. Like, as if Charles Manson had never killed or got his followers to kill, then no.
1: Yeah, it's like flat earthers. Like the yeah, they're, it's not illegal. They're not harming anyone. The, no. the, what they're saying is ridiculous, in my opinion. But no, not in my opinion. It is fucking ridiculous. The world is not flat, but. <laughs> It, they're not harming anyone so why yeah. does it matter like if they had someone at the top of the chain convincing the world flight don't matter because it's not affecting anyone's lives
0: well it's like heavens gate with Applegate. he he was a cult leader for ages and he believed like there was another world and oh, then they'd go off they in the rocket his, ship did
1: suicide didn't yeah
0: they? and he got them all to commit suicide but up until that point it wasn't illegal even, even though if, it probably even was to that
1: point do you if he said from the start this is your own choice like can he be blamed for what's happened because then it's different if he like bullied everyone into thinking it and anyone that tried he did to leave some.
0: it they didn't all voluntarily well let's say that he didn't. Is,
1: is he wrong or yes. is it other people wrong for following him
0: no it's it, he's wrong there's recent well it's not recently but it was a couple but it's of years his ago beliefs.
1: if he if he said from the start this is what i believe and this is what i'm going to do at the end of it uh, uh committing suicide and then everyone else decided to jump on with it. Is he in the wrong? Because it's his beliefs. Like, who are we to tell other people? I'm not saying this is my opinion. I'm just playing devil's I advocate. I think it's
0: manipulation. So, a few years ago now, this woman had... So, that this woman's boyfriend had took his own life and it turns out that she'd been texting him non-stop,
1: like... Oh, I fucking... See, he, he, he was in the... Uh, he, he locked himself in a vehicle and put a diesel generator on or, yeah. or, or some type of appliance that released emissions into... The, and it choked him out. Yeah, I mean, I've... I've I've read the messages and stuff sent to each other, and that is pure manipulation. It is fine. Yeah, but well, that's what a
0: cult is.
1: Yeah, but I was saying in the sense, where say if he say if she didn't manipulate him, and it was well, let's not use that case because that's obviously uh, a touchy subject. But say if the person at Heaven's Gate just didn't ask anyone to do the same thing, he just said, "This is what I'm doing. If you want to, if you want to follow me, you can. If you don't, don't leave now. I'm not going to try and keep you here." Are those people entitled to do that because it's their belief?
0: I don't know, but it wasn't like that. I know, but I was
1: saying if if it was. I know it's not like that, but I was saying if it was. Well, no, because they'd
0: already been brainwashed. They'd they'd already. The manipulation had already set into play, so he'd broken them.
1: I know, I'm I'm not saying, like, on the actual case that happened, I'm saying if this was a different. Just imagine it's me who starts a cult, and I say, I'm going to do this, and at the end, I'm going to do this. Uh, And people followed me, but I said, You don't have to follow me, like. But they was like, No, we agree with what you're saying, we agree. And I'm like, Well, all right, if, if you do.
0: Yeah, but it wouldn't. Like, if you, if people, if you'd have said to people, right, yeah, this is what I'm doing, this is my design, and then I'm going to end it, then people are going to be like, well, no, I'm not going to end it.
1: Yeah, but the people that do, am I at fault for that? Because I've only done what I wanted to do. I've not set out to bring anyone with
0: me. Yeah, but this is, this, nobody would follow you.
1: You don't, you don't know that.
0: Yeah, I do. If you, if, a cult takes a lot of time.
1: I know, I know, i <laughs> We'll just carry on because we're on different pages.
0: Yeah, I'm very confused.
1: I'm ju- I'm trying to get at the point, like, not oh, I wonder who jump in and who who come with me, but how how much can a cult leader be held liable if there's been no manipulation and it's just like these? But are But my... then
0: they're not a cult
1: because essentially a Christian's a cult. A, a, yes. a, a Buddhist a cult.
0: Yes. Right. Because it's a, it's a belief, isn't it?
1: Right. So in in certain religions, the, you no, we're not getting into that. <laughs> Scratch that. I was gonna say like. Like we're on about this cult and it's such a bad thing that they did like I'm on about right say if he's say if there's a cult leader and people follow him but he's just like I'm I'm doing what I want to do this is what I believe you don't have to listen to me and he has like a blog and stuff not where he's like you must do this but he's like I, I see the world in this way people agree and whatever happens happens I don't know whether it's not even not even taking your life cutting your arm off or something as like a sacrifice and other people do that would I be held liable yeah, but yeah that's that's what I'm getting at
0: no, but then, as I say, I still stand with the fact it wouldn't be a cult.
1: Because Manson, I'd imagine, was telling people to do these things. But yes. if people take it off their own back to think, nah, like... Say if Manson never told him to do violent actions, but the stuff that they believed in made him feel aggressive and want to hurt people, could he still be held liable for that if he's not given the orders to, right, go out and perform this action? It's like Satanists.
0: N- right, so, yeah, but my, my other point is it's not a cult <laughs> then. Because... A, a leader of a cult tells you to do something yeah, that's the, the idea enough, of a cult, yeah. cult is that you you are completely dependent on the cult leader yeah so it wouldn't be a cult so yeah i w- in that case i would say no you would not be held responsible but you would not be a cult either
1: mm.
0: you'd you'd be pe- somebody people followed and you might be a role model but yeah, a cult leader fair, is an order yeah. Whew, that was deep so the i'm going to go with the first murder so the whole fam- they they did murder they did kill people and the first victim of charlie's followers was um a musician and friend of the manson family and he was called gary hinman so several manson family members including bobby beausoleil and susan atkins had come to try and collect money from gary one day in july 1969 and bobby when he was being prosecuted and he had to recall the moment where Manson directed him to kill Gary Hinman said, fear is not a rational emotion and when it sets in, things get out of control as they certainly did with Charlie and me. So Hinman himself, the the victim, was reportedly a good man. He went to university, got his degree, kind-hearted. And even after purchasing a home in Topanga Canyon in California, he employed like an open door policy so any friends who found themselves in a transient state would be welcomed into his home to stay for however long they wanted so it was just he was an all-around good good guy like summer summer of love sort of thing free love whatever but the problem was that Hinman was very open-minded and whilst that isn't a negative trait in a lot of instances it did lead to his downfall and ultimate demise when he befriended Manson and the family so the night before Manson declared a race war, Beausoleil allegedly purchased a thousand tabs of mescaline from Hinman. Beausoleil then sold those tabs to some customers who came back with complaints and wanted their money back. And Beausoleil resolved to ask Hinman for his $1,000 back. And Beausoleil says that he didn't go there with the intention of killing Gary. Um, He was going there for one purpose only, which was to collect $1,000 that he'd already turned over to him that didn't belong to him on top of this faulty Drug as well. Manson was under the impression that Hinman was sitting on a lot of inherited money, um, about twenty thousand dollars worth. And so, in July the twenty sixth, nineteen twenty uh, fifth, sorry, nineteen sixty nine, Manson ordered Beausoleil to go over to Hinman's house with the intention of scaring him out of the twenty thousand dollars. Beausoleil was accompanied by other future infamous family members Susan Atkins and Mary Brunner. <clears throat> So, unfortunately, upon being asked for the money, Hinman admitted that he didn't have any. In fact, he didn't even own his house and cars that was originally speculated. So, he was supposed to have owned these things, but he didn't. And frustrated, Beausoleil roughed Hinman up, thinking that he was lying. Um, Even when he'd finished beating him up, Hinman was still saying, no, I don't have anything. I can't give anything to you or I would. So, Charles Manson arrived the next day and came with a family member called Bruce Davis. So after Beausoleil told Manson that there was no money, Manson drew out a samurai sword he'd brought along and sliced Hinman's ear and cheek. Beausoleil was so shocked at this, and he questioned Manson, asking why he decided to do it, and reportedly Manson replied, to show you how to be a man before leaving. Okay now. So they did the best they could to clean up Gary, using dental floss to stitch up his wound, Hinman seemed dazed and kept insisting that he didn't believe in violence and he just simply wanted everybody to leave. Like, he didn't mention the police or anything like that, he was just like, I just want you all to go. Despite the fact that Hinman's wound was under control, Beausoleil continued to become agitated and believed there was no way out of his situation. He believed that he'd end up going to prison if he took him to the hospital and felt he had no way out. So after agonising over what to do and speaking to Manson several times, Beausoleil decided the only thing to do was to kill him. So he killed him and political piggy was written in Hinman's blood across the wall. Beausoleil also drew a paw print on the wall in Hinman's blood in an attempt to convince police that the Black Panthers had been involved and instigate the impending race war Manson preached. So he he wanted to make out that black people killed him so that white people then kick off about (laughs) the fact that the black people killed him and start a war, basically. Uh, Even today... Uh, Beausoleil still regrets the things he did to Gary Hinman, so he admitted to stabbing him twice in the chest after first pleading not guilty, and that's what finished him off. And he considered Gary Hinman a friend. He's been denied parole 18 times since his incarceration, and it doesn't look like that it will ever be granted. Good. So that was only a taster. The main event came with the case of Sharon Tate and her friends, and I don't know if you've heard of who sharon tate is no. no right so when looking at charles manson and his family the most renowned case comes from the tate lebyanka uh, Le murders that took place on august the ninth, 1969 sharon tate was a golden globe nominated actress most known for her role in valley of the dolls and also the wife of a french polish film director roman polanski also a select sexually abusive and child exploiting piece of shit so you know, we're on a roll this week. Who is this? This is Roman Polanski. Roman he was a director. Polanski, right. Yeah, but he's not really involved in the story. He was just married to her.
1: Right.
0: On August the 9th in 1969, Tate, who was eight and a half months pregnant, uh, noted hairstylist Jay Sabring, aspiring screenwriter, I'm going to absolutely butcher his name, Wochek Friowski, and Friowski, no, it's Friowski, Friowski's girlfriend, Abigail Folger, book editor and heiress to the Folger coffee fortune, had the lives taken from them at 150 CeeLo Drive in Los Angeles' is Benedict Canyon. So these murders were committed by members of the Manson family. Apparently Manson, who had aspirations of becoming a musician, had attempted to get a record deal from the producer, Terry Melcher, who was the son of Doris Day. But you don't know who Doris Day is either, do you? No. No. <laughs> who had once rented the house along with music... Uh, Sorry, musician Mark Lindsay and Melcher's then-girlfriend, actress Candice Burgeon. Reports claim Melcher's snub of Manson left him agitated and disgruntled and that led him to take his revenge on Hollywood. Manson instructed his follower, Tex Watson, to take Susan Atkins, who was involved in the previous one, linda kasabian and patricia Krenwinkle to that house where melcher used to live and to totally destroy everyone in it as gruesome as you can and that was a testimony from an account written by the manson trials prosecuting attorney vincent bugliosi so that's what was actually said
1: okay
0: yeah watson was first to enter the home he encountered a uh, sleeping frikowski and proceeded to kick him in the head when Frukowski asked who he was, what he was doing there, Watson allegedly replied, I'm the devil and I'm here to do the devil's business. Atkins, on Watson's direction, reportedly found the house, house's other occupants and Watson tied Tate and Sibring together by their necks with rope and then he, uh, then he slung the rope from the ceiling beams. According to Bugliosi, when Sibring protested the rough treatment of pregnant Tate, Watson shot him. Helter Skelter says that Frikowski and Folger both fought against their captors to no avail. They were repeatedly stabbed 51 and 28 times. Okay. Yeah, they they really got a good go of it. Report at the back of the house, Tate was pleading for her life and the life of her child. She told the Manson clan of her wish to be allowed to live long enough to have her baby and offered herself up as a hostage in exchange. It's not known whether Atkins, Watson, or both killed Tate, but she was stabbed 16 times. Linda Kasabian, the Manson family member who was a witness in the murder trial, said that Tate cried out for her mother during the attack.
1: Okay,
0: I know it's heartbreaking. Before leaving for Silo Drive, Manson allegedly instructed the women to leave a sign, something witchy, as a signature for the murders. The book goes on to explain *Helter Skelter*, the book that was based on the Manson. Well, one of the many based on the Mansons to explain that Atkins used Tate's blood to write pig on the front door. Months passed before Charles Manson and his followers were identified as the prime suspects. The bodies were found the next morning by Tate's housekeeper, Winifred Chapman, and in the driveway police later saw Stephen Parent, who had been visiting the property's caretaker, William Garretson, shot dead in his car on the front lawn lay the bodies of frikowski and Folger, and inside the house the bodies of tate and Sabring were found in the living room still connected by the long rope tied around each of their necks four feet apart from each other and obviously sharon and the baby were dead as well um, immediately when they were uh, known as suspects and arrested on april the 19th 1971 the four were sentenced to death After the California Supreme Court overturned capital punishment in 1972, Manson's sentence was reduced to life in prison. According to police officials, Manson had hundreds of rule violations. Prison officials say that he'd gotten into trouble for having a mobile phone, a homemade weapon while incarcerated, and Manson was denied parole 12 times. His next parole hearing was scheduled for 2027. He'd been in prison since 1971 and was serving his time at Corcoran State Prison. In 2014, Manson and Afton Elaine Burton, a 27-year-old Manson devotee, were granted a marriage licence, but it expired before the two could marry. He died in 2017
1: at 83 years old. The thing is with cults, <clears throat> is publicity is probably one of the worst things you can give a cult.
0: Yeah, he, he loved it. He loved the attention. Because
1: troubled, troubled people... Uh, I, Predominantly young people who are looking for answers and don't feel like they're fitting anywhere and just want to find somewhere they fit in can look into it and be like, "Yeah, that, that's what I want to be." So even though he's gone, I guarantee there'll still be people out there who.
0: Oh yeah, there's still people that follow, follow him.
1: his ways. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the amount of letters he got in prison as well for like girl women who and, thought he was amazing.
1: And if from what from what it sounds like, from what you've told me, he was. He didn't actually have any beliefs. It was more he wanted people to do his dirty work for him. Yeah. Uh, and it's the people below him who would have had beliefs. But to him, it might have just been a load of toss. And he was like, I'm just got, I've just got puppets who will do anything for me. But I suppose if he was a genuine cult leader, like, not as in, like, yes, he obviously was a cult leader, but if it, it. Most cult leaders, I'd imagine, would want to leave a legacy. And if people are still going to follow his legacy, he's won.
0: Yeah. And he has won. I mean, as I say, he was.
1: You can lock him up all you want, but if he's got people out there following his every move and wanting him to wanting to carry out what he'd be doing anyway if he was out, then yeah. he's, he's done what he needed to do, hasn't
0: he? You know, alongside Applegate, the Manson family are the probably the biggest known call yeah, in the entire world. I think a
1: lot of people have heard about They're
0: them. They're huge. They're so popular. So, whilst... Charles Manson has died. Patricia Krenwinkel was found guilty of seven counts of murder in the killings, including stabbing the Libby to death and writing death to pigs on the wall in the victim's blood. Krenwinkel, along with Susan Atkins and Leslie Van Houten, later condemned Manson and urged young people not to think of him as a hero. She actually said, what a coward that I found myself to be when I look at the situation. The thing I try to remember sometimes is that what I am today is not what I was at 19. Krenwinkel, now 71, is California's longest-serving female inmate. According to state prison officials, Krenwinkel is a model inmate involved in rehabilitative programs at the prison. She's being housed at the California Institution for Women in Chino. Last year, uh, Late last year, state parole officials postponed a decision on setting Krenwinkel free after an attorney made new claims that she had been abused by Manson or another person. The inquiry into the allegations took nearly six months. Prenwinkle was again denied parole in 2017 and she will be eligible to apply for parole again in 2022. Bloody hell. So my question is this. Should she be granted parole?
1: No. Someone like that you should be away for life. You've took away other people's lives, so it's only fitting that you've seen there for life. I don't care if Manson abused her or not. She, there's, I think there's, way, there's ways at a crime scene you can tell whether this was sinister or not. And yes, she might have changed since 19. I don't believe that she might have different beliefs. Tough shit. You've got to be held liable for for your actions. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. I feel like she. It's great that she's a model citizen, and it's great that she's turned her life around and she's rehabilitated, and she's involved in rehabilitation. She should be
1: locked away. But (coughs) she
0: does. She still deserves to stay in prison. It's
1: an example to people. Like these, your actions will have consequences. Like even though you've lost all your life, you're still not going to be granted your last few years. You're going to be in here for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like that. You think of the families and stuff that would have been affected from with the murders, and obviously you've only told me two accounts of where, but I'd imagine there's thousands of things that did to other people and probably like malicious intent and hurt other people. like I, I do understand in the way where you think she's a completely different person now, but she's still the person that killed yeah innocent people. I do
0: think she was very vulnerable. I think she was manipulated. How old was I do she when She race. was nineteen. She's
1: an adult.
0: Yeah, and I do think she was brainwashed, and I do have a certain sympathy. But at the same point I have more sympathy with the woman that she butchered. Yeah,
1: exactly. And if, so she how should how say, would it be fair on her on her family to Yeah. Why should she walk again when my well when the victim never will? So no I don't think she should be granted parole.
0: Yeah.
1: I, this is going to sound really strange but I think if you were 16 maybe it's different circumstances because you're still a kid. Mm. Like but I think once you turn 18 you've learned then that you, you make your own choice. You know right and wrong. You know what if I committed a murder now, as grotesque as that, I'd know I'm going to be locked up for the rest of my life. I don't think, oh, they'll let me go in fifty years. Yeah, I know if that. I'm possible. a model citizen. Yeah, exactly. You you know what you sign up for when you when you end well when you take away someone else's life. Yeah, and I, I don't want to be crying about it if you changed or not. You've you've done it. Yeah, it's tough shit.
0: The thing is, though, we can say that as people who have not been affected by a cult. The the I'm not. I completely agree with you. Like, I'm not saying that what we think is wrong because it is right, but that's because we've not been brainwashed by a cult. But she thought she was doing right, well, like she was back, that this broken comes back down. To that first
1: question: Like, is her experiences have led her towards them actions? Yeah, but at the same time, she's still done them actions. Oh
0: yeah, but as I say, we can say that. And now, as a woman who's broken free from a cult and has been rehabilitated, according to all officials she can say that. but
1: it's, Don't get me wrong, it's a shame that she's in there if she is now a model citizen and stuff, but... If, it changes if, nothing. Yeah, if, if you can... If you can get, a, if you can change yourself and get out of prison when you shouldn't have, why don't we all just go rob banks and stuff and then say we've changed in 20 years? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's a shame that she's in there if she has completely... And it's unfortunate that she was young and got manipulated into it. But you're still... At 19, I, I knew what, what was right and wrong. I knew... I said, that like, I'm 30 now. I know I'm only a few years older. But even at 18, you still know right from wrong. You still...
0: Yeah, but... I th- and I am playing in the idea of a cult now. I've watched a. L- I'm not saying that I'm an expert in it, but I've watched a lot of stuff to do with cults. And the thing is, you know right and wrong because you've you've been taught that, and you've had those. You've never had a cha- You've never been. I presume you've never been told to kill someone. No. You've never had those viewpoints challenged and come like a cult's job is to break down what you know is right and wrong and change it and that's what vulnerable people get so i am i'm not saying that she should be out on parole but what i am saying is she she it's hard
1: i've got no sympathy for her I i know she's been manipulated in that way but like if, if someone approached me and started manipulating me and, and brainwashing me and I commit a crime, I deserve to be locked up for it. Yeah. Don't matter how much I, I control what my body does. Yeah. And I, that's what it comes down to. Who held? Yeah. That and knife. she
0: agrees with that. She says she's like, "What a coward I was."
1: Exactly. You so know, she she, she knows she should answer for the fact that if I don't get let out, I don't get. Yeah, let and
0: out. I'm sure that she does.
1: But it it depends on what your classes. It depends on the parole because they do the you look at paroles and you've served the amount of time that you should have done. Oh the parole is you've changed, you're not that person anymore. Because is, is it about is prison about changing as a person or someone being punished for what they've done for how long? That that mm. like that's what it comes down to, doesn't it? I if, think if it's, it's a case of punishment for what she's done, she should be locked up forever. But if it's case if it's a chase of, of if it's a case of reforming someone and them yeah. being rehabilitated, then yes yeah, she should be let go. But
0: Yeah, no, it, I don't it, believe she should ever be allowed out. Like I she she's been she's a she's a killer yeah and she's killed somebody and she's in fact you know she's she's done worse and she shouldn't be allowed out for it but at the same time we can't say that she was in a right frame of mind when she did it Yeah. because she'd completely had her focus of what's right and what's wrong taken away from her and whilst you know It might not have seen, you know. We say, "Well, why would you get yourself into that?" Like, why if you've got those challenges, surely you'd run away. But the thing is, with cults, it's so implicit and it's so subtle and it's so gradual that you don't actually notice that it's happening.
1: So, who's to blame then?
0: They, she's to blame. Yeah,
1: I was going to say the person that killed
0: the person that killed them is to blame. They, at the end of the day, I agree with you. They are in charge of their own bodies. They made that decision, whether it was influenced or not. They still did it, but. Charles Manson is the one to blame.
1: I see where you're coming from. Can
0: we, you know, we've got to put it into the play of, if Charles, if she'd never met Charles Manson, would she still have been a killer?
1: But you could say that about anything. You could oh, say, you could I say know. About, literally, that I think that's so like that's within the realms of like infinity. Like you could say that about everything. Yeah, it's but like, if, if this event never happened, then that would have never happened.
0: Yeah, but it's that's what I mean. If if that had have never happened, would she have still gone and killed somebody? And it, you know it,
1: but then if Charles Manson's mum didn't, never got sent to prison, would he have got what? What? Yeah, would he that, have that, never but that's what I
0: mean. That? It's the idea. But of... th-
1: there's always has to be someone to blame, and she is to blame. For yeah, what she she's is done. to blame. So that for me, that's a line drawn under it. It's unfortunate that she got manipulated in that way, but at the same time, you still make them choices, no matter how oblivious you might be to what the choices you're being provided. You still, have, you still have the opportunity to not turn up that day on, or, or walk away, or say enough's enough. You still went through with that, yeah. Actions. But
0: it's yeah, but it's not a split decision, like.
1: I know what you're saying. It's a gradual increase of like it's like it's like being addicted to smoking. You never think you're addicted until you you try and stop and you can't. Like it's, it's a gradual thing, but at the same time, she has to be held accountable. Yeah, yeah, not you're not. You're not arguing, but and I understand your point. But I'm just saying it doesn't matter that that doesn't. No, it matter. doesn't. But yeah, well, so I was that,
0: asking you a hypothetical question, like you were asking me about not being yeah, a courtman, it's...
1: Member. it's, it's She's she's in there for life, she should be. She's yeah. like imagine if it was mum that someone did that to us. Oh like, yeah, I'm not
0: saying that she's I'm not care. disagreeing with you. I know,
1: I know, I'm just but we're saying the same point, but I I understand you're saying it's You've got to look at it from her perspective, or from a someone who's been a cult no. You don't. She
0: doesn't deserve for it to be looked in. No, her no. Perspective. I'm, I know what you
1: are saying. Like you've got to look at it from someone safe, some, someone who's been a cult survivor and walked out before it got too deep, and them saying, well, "Yeah, I know how they control you and they manipulate you." But oh, it sounds like a really cheap way to answer. But that's tough shit. Like you've made the choice.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I
1: know choices are influence, but it's it's the same. It's peer pressure. The same with anything. Like you can you can peer pressure people into doing anything, but it's it's like um, I don't know, like well for a perfect example i watch a lot of um quite a lot of like police interceptors and stuff like that just like road wars and when kids because kids are used a lot in the drug game to transport drugs from a to yeah, b county lines. they're they're different because the children whereas if you give that to someone who's 16 or above they should know there and then don't matter if they pay you a bit of money or it sounds good or you sound cool to your mates because you're transporting drugs or whatever but they've consciously made that decision it might even be different in them. So it depends on the circumstances. Like if someone has a knife to your throat saying you're going to go kill that person or you're going to take them drugs from A to B, then it's it's different because I feel like that's more forceful. But if someone says to you, do you want to a bit of cash? So in in their, their incentive is a cash. In a cult's <laughs> You're making me laugh. What, with a, with a thing? Bunsen
0: burner, i of learned to learn what I was
1: laughing at Whereas in... <laughs> Like in a cult, it might be the cash and the incentive. It's a belief of we're going to survive this war between white and blacks, so or our leader's going to um, credit us and reward us. But ultimately, in your head, your head still—if just clinically insane, it's different. Like i obviously it's make believe. Um, but in Batman, the Joker uses asylum seekers, like people who are really mentally unwell, is his puppets. Do you know what I mean? And it's different because they—they can be told anything and believe it because. They are already insane. Whereas you're taking a sane person and I'm essentially make brainwashing them to be insane, but there's still no right from wrong.
0: Yeah, but the gradual push is—it's the small little things that don't seem like a big deal because you know this this person becomes your god, and it's the very small things that lead to the bigger things. But you know, I do completely agree. She should never be allowed parole and. Regardless of whether she's a model inmate or not, she she deserves to be in prison for what she did. Whether she was of you know she was under the manipulation of him or not, but I do think that there is blame that lies with Charles Manson as well. Yeah, there
1: there, there is definitely some blame that lies towards him, but not blame in the sense where that should get her out of prison. No, do you know that's no. that's where that, that's what I'm saying. That the cult would have. The the cult has would have had an impact on her making them actions. She wouldn't have probably done it if she'd have never been in that cult. But the fact is she was in the cult and she did commit the yeah. actions. It's Manson's fault for her being in the cult, but it's her fault for doing the actions herself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Anyway, now I'll finish. So <laughs> after that ten minute
1: absolutely hey, pure debate we need to discuss.
0: So a jury found that former homecoming princess Leslie Van Houten was guilty of holding down Rosemary Labianca and lost, uh, lost Felice home while an accomplice stabbed her. Van Houten was 19 at the time of the killing. She was convicted of murder and conspiracy in 1978 at the third trial for her crimes, just months after she'd been released on bail following a hung jury verdict. Van Houten said that she was introduced to Manson by a boyfriend and came to view him as Jesus Christ, believing in his bizarre plan to commit murders and spark a race war. She's serving a life sentence at the California Institution for Women in Corona, (laughs) prison, officials say, and has been disciplinary free her entire sentence. Van Houten, 69, told the parole board in 2002 that she was deeply ashamed of her role in the killings. She said, I take very seriously not just the murders, but what made me make myself available to someone like Manson. Charles Tex Watson, Manson's self-described right-hand man, was sentenced to death for his part in the killings, but was later given life in prison after the death penalty was overturned. In prison, Watson married, divorced, fathered four children and became an ordained minister. Watson, 73, is housed in the R.J. Donovan Correctional Facility in San Diego County near the Mexican border, where he walks the track sharing his faith relating to many men, according to the ministry's website. He's been denied parole seventeen times, and a state panel in 2016 found him unsuitable for release from prison for at least five more years. And then finally, the last one of them, Susan Atkins, a former topless—sorry, dan- uh, a former topless dancer who became one of Manson's closest disciples—died in prison in 2009 at age 61. Atkins was called the scariest of the Manson girls by a former prosecutor. She confessed to killing Sharon Tate, the pregnant wife of Roman Polanski, who was stabbed 16 times as she pleaded with the killers to spare a unborn son and then hanged. At sentencing where Atkins was condemned to death, she taunted the court saying you'd best lock your doors and watch your own kids. Her sentence was later converted to life in prison. In prison, Atkins embraced Christianity and apologized for her role in the crimes, and the prison staff advocated unsuccessfully for her release in two thousand and five. She was denied parole thirteen times. She married twice while in prison. Atkins was diagnosed with brain cancer in 2008 and appealed to prison and parole officials for compassionate release, but the state parole board denied the request, and she died in prison. Good. And that's it.
1: Nice. Do you think they should have gone through the death penalty? I don't know. No. Is that only because she converted to Christian?
0: No. She. I. I mean, I, in the
1: sense, she apologized. Like did she, did. Maybe it's more torture that she's now a Christian and she's got to live with what she used to do. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean. These people, if they are truly members of this cult and they killed because they were in this cult and they were manipulated, the worst thing you can do to them is make them live live the rest of their lives knowing what they've done as reformed people. You've got to have a look at these people. So, what, three out of the four converted to Christianity? Yeah. But is that because it's almost like a cult? And they needed something to cling on to. Possibly, but away from their cult, they were still vulnerable.
1: I think in a prison, all you've got to believe in is God. So I think yeah. a lot. I think a lot of people would convert to Christ. I have no doubt in my mind that if they were never caught, they'd probably still go on. Yeah. With, it's only because the force like that—that's all they'll give you in prison. It's like
0: you talked about addiction. It's like prison. Being away from Charles Manson was almost like going cold turkey from a drug. Mm. Because he was their drug, essentially.
1: All well, it, it it sounds like Christianity just gives you hope. Like you see a lot of people who are like, say for example, in a play, If if you was in a plane and the plane started to come down, a lot of people, I guarantee you, aren't religious, would pray. Yeah. Because it's clinging on to something. When you're in prison, you anything? Yeah, you've got nothing to distract you. And all you've got to do is sit and think about what's happened. And the only the only thing the human brain thinks about where we can. Um, like i don't want to say pay for your sins because i'm not religious but it is it's convert yeah. to christianity and believing in god and because it's like clinging on like if if there that is last... something yeah I, like i hope god forgives me and all that stuff
0: but i think just saying what i've said is the it, it's sort of like a perfect analogy for a cult if you become addicted to drugs then without realizing it they are influencing you they convert they change your perception of right and wrong they they ruin yeah, you. They manipulate. Yeah, they manipulate you, and so. But then, when you are away from it, you start seeing things in a different light. Once you've gone through that cold turkey phase of feeling like you need them, you'll die without them. You 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 can only think about them, and you start looking at a whole perspective. That's when you start breaking free from it.
1: Yeah, but the the problem is when you are in prison, it's too late because that's all you'd be yeah. like. It's like a, a drug addict. Like if they go clean in, in prison, but they didn't really have a choice. Well, they might. I don't know what goes on in prisons whereas if you do it on your own off your own back and in your own time when the possibility of still being that person is there then it's like they genuinely don't want to be that per- like if a cultist leaves a cult before a mass homicide mm. that person actively like thought this is wrong i don't want to do this but whereas then is that person in prison,
0: far not far gone enough
1: you could say that all the all the all the more switched on or yeah. they got more moral sense or it's each to their own isn't it it's every person's different
0: yeah I mean it's without being in a cult yourself it's very difficult to understand as I say I've said it before and I'll say it again I have watched a lot of stuff on cults but even I can't get into the perception well,
1: that's why it's so interesting that's why serial yeah. killers is so interesting that's why homicide is interesting you
0: can't physically put yourself into that position yeah, so and you... so you want to know as much as you possibly can about it without being in that position yeah yeah oh We've so, done well.
1: Right. Yeah, we have done well. That was a good, good episode.
0: Episode, high five to us. I know. At five. my life.
1: Well, oh, I hope you've enjoyed listening.
0: Hope you've enjoyed listening. So, if you tune in next week, we will be watching. Hush, hush.
1: Well, we already have watched it. We have. So we are well review.
0: prepared this week. <laughs> See you later. See you later. Bye.